We're back. We're back. We're back, in baby. In the podcast booth, except the booth has changed on one end. Yeah, and it has also never been a booth. Um, but it's, it's still it's still the same podcast as before, right? Yes, we're still going to talk about bad ideas and get sidetracked and inevitably go past our intended 30-minute runtime. Yeah, like we always do. Some things <laughs> yeah, never change. Baby. Some things never change. And it's p- perhaps for the better, because we're like a little funny. Uh, yeah, I might have... I might have put the, yeah I, I don't want to get the, the i don't ball in front of the horse there yeah don't put the ball in front of the horse <laughs> that horse loves remember. to just knock that ball over i don't know what's what oh, the cart before the horse put is the cart before is? the horse or get reason, the ball rolling no there's something about where there's a saying where you you put a ball too far forward i i think i'm probably wrong it's all good in um the first <laughs> In the first improv show that I ever did at college, I was so nervous and I got up on stage and in the scene, I intended to say, it's like that movie Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. But instead, I just shouted out, you know, Charlie Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) You know, Charlie Wonka's his bestest factory, that famous film. Yeah, speaking of films, ooh, let's get into this episode to talk about some mini films, am I right? right? Yes, yes. We're never going to die. Hi, I'm Bradley Miller. And I'm Hank Farr. And this is No Good Ideas. In this podcast, we explore awful ideas throughout history and pop culture. From lousy leadership decisions to PR disasters, we're going to cover it all. And maybe just, you know, take a little quibby along the way. <laughs> you know you know what we're talking about today, huh? Pop quibby. We're talking about quibby. My favorite bad idea ever. Oh my gosh. And also, we addressed it before, but like, we're back. Isn't this? Yes. We had like a little hiatus, uh, a lot yeah, longer than we expected it to, because some things happened in my life that I couldn't <laughs> uh, record. Yeah, I couldn't just yeah. be like, "Oh, let me just like research about Coca Cola real quick." No, I had to. I, <laughs> yeah. I moved. I'm in a different apartment. If you're watching a clip of this <gasps> online, yeah. I'm oh my a, god! I'm in a different state of mind and state in general. I'm still living with my parents. I'm working on that. But uh, I'm. <laughs> hey, you know, at this point in your life, it's OK. I was literally yeah. living with I, I was living in my house a week ago. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, we, we we both graduated from college. So it's mm-hmm. not it, like stuff gets fumbled up as your lives change significantly during then. So that's why it's it's kind of crazy that it's OK. So we graduated high school and we did a podcast. And now we've graduated college and we're still podcasting. Yeah. So. Let's go. We're mm. back. Yeah. You know, every significant change in our lives, we say like, hey, let's do a podcast now. <laughs> and not it cannot be related to the significant change at all. We ignore what's happening in our at our deepest emotional depths. No. And we talk just... about funny things instead, such as uh, a short film expensive platform only for mobile. Yeah. I'm so psyched about this. I'm so, I I definitely like a lot of people know about this. Like this yeah. is one of the more well known uh, right. bad ideas that we've talked about. But like I still feel like there's so much more to know about it. There there's is a lot be. to know about it. Yes, yes. Yeah. I looked Let's it up go. and I got the details right in front of me. Sorry, I'm gonna burp. Um. So before we jump into talking about Quibi, 
what do we know about Quibi? And by we, I mean you, because I know a lot about it because I just did research. But what, so, going into what do you know? So I know that I learned about, I first actually learned about it in my cinematography class because our teacher was teaching us about, you know, aspect ratio. And he was like, there's actually a platform coming out where the filmmakers had to film it so that it could be both displayed in 16 by 9 or vertical like nine by 16 or like maybe even taller depending on the phone size i don't know exactly how that worked which sounds like a huge challenge that sounds really really difficult for a filmmaker which in some sense kind of interesting Mm -hmm. as like a because i think that you know challenges adding challenges to filmmaking limit the filmmaker and force them to be creative it pushes the filmmaker um but that was definitely not enough to make for like okay this will be inherently interesting content because the other thing was that they made it short form and only for mobile mm-hmm. which okay mobile stuff short form they go together and then they made it super expensive and it had ads too right yeah that's basically the rundown of what like, Quibi was a what? streaming a streaming service exclusively on your phone that you could watch either in a portrait or vertical that was a couple bucks a month with ads uh, and it was uh, top filmmakers and entertainers and news services all coming together on this one platform. You kind of nailed it right there. And what yeah. I mean, that sounds great, doesn't it? I mean, the the paid with ads thing is an immediate like, what the hell? Like, yeah. like but that's an immediate. But outside of that, it's like, OK, I'll give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Maybe depending on what I see their content advertised as. And this is the other thing I know about Quibi is that I saw ads for their content and uh, there was some stuff on there that I was like, I was concerned about. Did you, for sure. did you ever use the app? No, I have never downloaded it. Wow. Well, you missed out. Uh, <laughs> did I? Oh, is it still up? Uh, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Oh, you know? Okay. Okay. Let a little sneak peek of what's going on near the end. All right, All right. So let's start at the beginning of Quibi. Uh, so Quibi was founded in 2018 uh, by Meg Whitman, who is the CEO of eBay at one time, and Jeffrey Katzenberg, who co-founded DreamWorks Animation. Um, yeah. So big giants in their respected fields, uh, yep. especially Jeffrey Katzenberg, who like is Hollywood in a sense, like has connections yeah. everywhere. DreamWorks, some of the biggest uh, movies ever made, really. I mean, Boss sh- Baby, Boss Baby 2 family business. Yeah, that's coming out tomorrow on Peacock. Oh, sponsor. so not excited. Yeah, oh. I mean, you don't have to watch it. It's OK. That's a whole different Boss Baby, though. Uh, that's a whole other. Bo- that's my favorite <laughs> saying. That's a whole other Boss Baby. Anywho, um. So they founded this new company called, quote, New TV, and their focus was making short video content. And then okay. they, secu- they secured, this is how big the, the, both Meg Whitman and Jeffrey Katzenberg are. They made a company called New TV. They're like, we're just going to make short video content. They secured $1.75 billion worth of funding from Disney, Warner Media, 21st Century Fox, NBC Universal, Sony Pictures, Time Warner, Viacom, Lionsgate, MGM, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan Chase, Liberty Global, ITV, and others. Holy and that was before crap. that was before any content was announced. They just made the company. So they're well connected. 
Yeah. I like the idea that the original it was originally just going to be the former CEO of eBay and Jeffrey Katzenberg making short videos on their own. <laughs> they got like a flip cam. Yeah, they're they, like, oh, look at this. Make some really remember crappy stop motions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't remember flip cams. It was like those square cameras that like you'd press a button and the USB thing would come out the side and then you can plug it in and it was like the video camera. Really? Back when we were in like an elementary school. Yeah. Like if you had a video camera, it was a flip cam. Oh, I I remember I was really excited when my younger sister got an iPod Nano and it had a camera on it. And I was like, right. I can make videos with this of my stuffed animals talking to each other. Whoa. And your sister was like, no, it's my my iPod. Oh, and you're like, did, I can make videos yeah, with that this? That did not stop me. Not That did not stop me one bit. And it had filters. I can yeah. make it black and white. And so I would have my little my little webkin going like, ah, see, ah, ah, like doing noir voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And didn't only film video. You couldn't take yes, pictures with it, right? which is really weird. Which is really weird because like as much as I like filming, I feel like it's more. I'd rather just have the ability <laughs> yeah. to take photos than only have video. Also, the camera but was whatever. on the bottom right, I think. Super yeah. unintuitive. Yeah, Weird. it didn't make any sense. Yeah. But anyway, so Quibi. Um, back to Quibi. So they got almost two billion dollars worth of funding uh, later in 2018. Oh, before I mention this, uh, Meg Whitman, uh, fun fact to learn about her, isn't a big entertainment enthusiast. That makes sense because she's from eBay. That's why I was originally like eBay. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of the more business side of it, apparently. Okay. Uh, yeah. In an interview, when someone asked what her favorite TV show was, uh, she said her favorite TV show was the show Grant, a uh, biopic about President Grant on the History Channel. <laughs> president and she Grant runs an entertainment company. definitely a president. I mean, that's just like what the millennials want right now. They just want <laughs> biopics about old guys. That you can watch exclusively on your phone. Heck yeah. The Quibstery Channel. The Quibstery Channel. Whoa. Just a history of Quibi. That's what this is right now. Uh, We just made it right now. Yes. So later in 2018, they announced the service Quibi, which fun fact, I don't know if you know this, Quibi is short for something. It's Quick Bits, right? Quick Bites, but same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had to change it or make this new name because apparently there was already a company named New TV. Whoops. That seems very generic. Yeah, that was just kind of uh, that was like uh, like I'm I'm surprised they got any domain name connected with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that feels like that username was already taken, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that feels like it would be like, you know, that, that sounds like it would be like a Spanish TV company. Yeah, like New TV, New TV <laughs> that was taken by. Yeah, so. That, that makes sense that they had to switch it. It was originally going to be called uh, Omokaze uh, based on like the, I think, Japanese cuisine uh, because Jeffrey Katzenberg oh really liked going to this Japanese restaurant. Um, but <laughs> apparently Quibi sounds better. But I, for some reason, I, that sounds better. I don't know. I think I think it sounds it's a little bit less of a mouthful than Omokaze. I don't know. I feel like that's a sick name for a streaming service. But whatever. I, it's dead yeah. now. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> No Good Ideas, we'll be right back. They then sign a 10-year lease 
for an undisclosed amount of money for 49,000 feet of office space in Hollywood. A 10-year mm. lease. <laughs> that 10 years is not a... Oh, man. I want that confidence so bad. Of a, just oh. a, If I come up with an idea, be like, yeah, I'm dedicated to this for the next 10 years. Let's go. <sighs> like, I love this podcast. That. It's not going to be a thing in 10 years. By 10 years, no. there's going to be the movie of this, and then we're going to be done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the no good movie. The no good movie. It documents <laughs> our story to rise of fame and then how we eventually split up and start our own separate podcast and we hate each other for the rest of our lives. That's 10 years yes. from now. That's in 2031. I will be played by Gary Busey. And I will be played by uh, Josh Peck in in like the old Drake and Josh days. I was going to say, I was like, do you want that? <laughs> I don't think you want that. Do you not like Josh Peck? Isn't Josh? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. You're, you're thinking of the, the old one. You're thinking of the old one. No, the other one, I mean. No, not <laughs> Okay, him. okay. I got it because I didn't watch Drake and Josh, so I wasn't sure which one was the one that, you know, got arrested for molesting children. No, 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 no. Okay, Josh him. Peck, yeah. Josh Peck's cool. Josh, Josh Peck is cool. cool. He started a YouTube channel. He has, like, We're a good. wife and kids. You know, he's yeah, living it. Does it he's gonna be in, I hope. He's going to be in the Turner and Hooch reboot on Disney+. Plus. He's fine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's not doing bad. So, anyway, go back 15 years he's gonna play me uh so. okay yeah anyway. apparently i look like young gary Busey, kind of so i don't see it in all honesty according to nate there's a couple of pictures that nate nate weeks our uh, guy that was on for the emu podcast a episode of the said that i'm like yeah i've been like yeah i, I can see it kind of uh, a little bit you just look like someone uh who would like we said this before to you but you look like someone who would be allergic to peanut butter <laughs> I really don't know what to think of that. I think it's so funny. <laughs> you look, I don't know what that means. Oh, man. I love our friends. Anyway, back to Quibi, uh, as no one has ever said ever. Um, so they start, <laughs> they start getting content for Quibi. Uh, they start getting, uh, it's announced they got the reboot of the MTV show Punked. There's going to be an action yes. series with Liam Hemsworth. There's going to be a horror show made by Steven Spielberg. And they had partnerships yeah. with NBC, TMZ, ESPN, BBC, CTV, and others for like news content on their service. And they spent over a billion dollars on content God. for just the first year. To put that in perspective, HBO, a titan in the entertainment history, uh, industry sorry not history in the entertainment yeah, industry <laughs> spent about 2.8 billion dollars and they've been around okay. for a minute yeah quibi's brand new are going to watch that yeah quibi's been around for just a year and they're already spending a billion dollars you know yeah and in october 2019 they sold out 150 million dollars in ad space on the app so people were flocking to this app they'd be like pepsi was like yo we're yeah. gonna advertise pepsi on quibi let's go and then there are also huge advertising campaigns on Quibi's. They're saying like there's the Super Bowl ads and commercials and sponsorships everywhere. If you could put a Quibi ad on something, it was there for like a hot minute. Yeah. And it's strange because they didn't really explain what Quibi was. Everyone was like, what is Quibi? I don't understand. Yeah. I remember I first became aware actually with with an ad where it was some on YouTube and some dude got stuck in quicksand and he's like, I'm dying. And someone's like, you've got time for a Quibi. And it was, I was kind of like, okay, I guess I know what Quibi is. Yeah. Now. That, and that explains and then I it. I saw that ad 
70 more times and never downloaded funny. it. Yeah, it <laughs> didn't work. There's that one with like so. Chance the Rapper for the Super Bowl commercial where it's like, ah, uh, there's like, I needed a reservation for this uh, apartment or not an apartment, a <laughs> restaurant. Man, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> you need a reservation for this restaurant. You're like, ah, oh, it's going to be 10 minutes. He's like, okay, I'll check out a Quibi. And then he watched Quibi. Yeah, it's like, oh, Chance the Rapper watches <laughs> these. I gotta watch them. Now I get it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was the advertising campaign that was uh, hated yeah. by many, but I yeah. guess successful, as you'll see. Um, so in, between the advertising campaign and Quibi launching, uh, there's kind of bug that goes around. I don't know too much about it. Um, and uh, I'm referring to COVID-19 as uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we try not to Ronies. we try not to mention coronavirus on this podcast because this was kind of born out of people being inside because of the coronavirus. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it plays a key role in this. So I'm going to bring it up. Remember, COVID- Did we actually managed to avoid mentioning it in the first season. I think we did. Wow. Oh my gosh. Congrats. Go team. All right. Now COVID's Go team. COVID's back. <laughs> this podcast is all it's about part COVID of history now. now. Suckers can't escape it anymore. Yeah. Hashtag vaxxed. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, Quibi launches on April 6th, 2020. So what, in case you don't really get what this app does, it's a mobile app exclusive streaming service where viewers can change the orientation of their phone while watching. So they can choose yeah. to either have a, a landscape, like have it look like a TV screen, kind of like widescreen. And while they're watching, they can flip their phone and have it 16 by 9, like a portrait, uh, like you're on like a FaceTime call or whatever. Um, and all the episodes are under 10 minutes long. And the whole intent of the app was to, it was meant to fill in the gaps during the day where you had some sit down time, like riding the bus yeah. or like waiting for an appointment or something like something. It only takes a quibby. Uh, so that was kind of the main intent of that app. Uh, but then coronavirus hit and everyone is home and all people did was watch TV. And like, why would you not need any time to be filled between? Them? Exactly. Um, but yeah. that didn't stop uh, the success at first. On launch day, Quibi hit number three on the Apple App Store, and they got 1.7 million downloads in the first week. So they did pretty well that, that first week. That still seems like, with the amount of money and like partnerships and marketing going to it, number three seems low. Well, I, I mean, they're like. competing against like Google. And also this is during, remember, the height of the pandemic where people were downloading Zooms yeah, and true. other apps during that time. So they're competing against a lot of yeah. new app downloads. So the fact that they got to number three is actually pretty impressive in my book. OK, yeah, um, yeah I think in that case, yeah. And they got one point seven million downloads within that first week. And there was plenty of content to watch every day, every week. There were new episodes of new shows. Um, and some of the shows were actually pretty good for the most part. They were nom Quibi was nominated for 10 Emmys that year for the content. Really? Yeah. Wow. And they won two. Whoa. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like creative arts Emmys or like the daytime Emmys that no one watches. I'm talking about like primetime Emmys. Damn. Yeah. It was for, uh, Free Ray Sean. It was a series starring, uh, Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah, wow. that's pretty good. But then okay. so it seemed like, oh, hey, people are downloading your app. Nothing bad can happen to us. But then mm -hmm. people lost interest in Quibi. Uh, after the first week, it fell out of the top 50 apps in the Apple App Store. Whoa! Yeah. 
Um, Ooh, and then that's not good. Oh, but then get ready for this. By early June, this was launched in April. By early June, it was uh, out of the top 1,000 apps overall. Bro. Yeah. And so what what happened to Quibi? Why didn't people like this? Uh, there are many reasons. One, it cost money. It cost $5 a month for ads and $8 a month with no ads. And for an app that's basically you can only watch it on your phone. There's already YouTube, Instagram, and Snapchat has similar original programming. That's all for free. And TikTok was a big thing by then, Yeah, too. and this was right when TikTok was starting to launch because of the pandemic yeah. and everyone's home. You're like, okay, I'll try out this silly clock app. So that was yeah. starting <laughs> to take off at the same time. And another reason, you couldn't share you couldn't share clips or take a screenshot. And that was really counterintuitive compared to the similar apps that we talked about with like TikTok. Yeah. You share them with uh, Instagram and Snapchat. You share them and YouTube. You definitely share. And you can't make a meme format. You can't make it. a meme format. And there are definitely memeable shows that they missed out on a lot of viral marketing because yeah. the people couldn't share what was going on. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was very um, like individualized viewing experiences when you're yeah. online you kind of have to share like even when a netflix show comes out they're pretty good with like showing how to share and like screen caps and stuff coming out and people kind of having this yeah. communal experience watching these shows you know yeah. yeah yep also uh like you mentioned before not all the content was good do you remember any shows that come yeah. to your mind that you're like oh i don't so, want to watch okay. that I saw ads for the, that you mentioned the Liam Hemsworth uh, action show with it had Christoph Waltz, which I was like, dang, okay, he's pretty good. But it looked super middling, just didn't look interesting. It was just like, okay, he's escaping from bad guys. Cool. What's the twist? Right. But the one that really made me go, what the fuck was the Anna Kendrick show? Yeah. With a sex doll. Yeah. That was really, really, really bad visual effects. Yeah. That wasn't a proper sentence. That was kind of like a, a vibe with everyone being like, yeah, I don't really want to watch that. Yeah, like it was like Anna Kendrick. Okay, I like her. She's gone on Jimmy Kimmel and shown her Lego collection, so I vibe with her. But then it's like uh, she she is going around with the sex doll, and then I see how the sex doll is animated. I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <No! laughs> but the one thing I will say about that show, I didn't watch yeah. it. I mean, I watched the first episode because I was like, come on, how can you I not? Did? It's just because I had Quibi, and I was like, what? Okay, I, you had it. Am I not, you paid for am it. Am I just so. not going to not watch it? Um, yeah. But you know who was really excited about that show? Who? I don't want to throw him under the bus, but friend of the pod, Jackson Fryer, because... <laughs> No, because it's based, that whole story is kind of based on a true story with the wife of Dan Harmon, who created Community and Rick and Morty. What? Yeah. What? That's crazy. I don't know. Too okay, so so I can see why he likes that thing. Because, yeah, because when we were, when we did our road trip with uh, the four of us, me, Bradley, and then uh, Friends of the Pod, Nate Jackson, yeah, friends we listened pod. to a bunch of Dan Harmon's podcast. Mm -hmm. And I, he's really funny. He's really I can funny. see you, and Jackson really likes him with good reason. Okay, so this is based on a true story. I'm now much more interested. Uh, you, I mean, it's 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 still the same huh. uh, show that you thought it was uh, okay. going into it. I'm just going to tell you that okay. right now. Okay, it wasn't that good. It wasn't good. No, <laughs> but Jackson was into <sighs> it. You know. <laughs> okay, so did he enjoy the show? Like watch it, like the whole thing. Uh, I don't know. 
Uh, I remember when Quibi came out, we were texting each other a lot, being like, yo, Quibi's crazy. And we're like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of wish I had Jackson on for this, but, you know, he's on too many episodes. He, he needs a break. He can't. He can't defend himself. Yeah. So uh, sorry, Jackson. Ha ha. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but let's be real. Not all the content was good. There's also some pretty bad shows that I was just I like, heard about. Uh, the the TMG podcast they talked about something where it was like the golden touch golden so like arm dude golden I, that's what it was yeah, yeah. it's weird weird sound yeah there's like this uh, horror anthology series on there about like a woman who was like really like who had a golden arm for some reason I didn't watch it um, yeah. and was really attached to the golden arm is like no I love my golden <laughs> arm and it's it like just, yeah nobody's I was trying to take it. I mean, maybe somebody was in the show. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I didn't see it. Weird, and it was weird. With, it was with Rachel premise. Brosnahan, who's awesome. And she was just it's so it was bad writing. It wasn't necessarily bad acting. It was just bad writing, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of content that. So it sounds like there was a good thing with Lawrence Fishburne. I saw no marketing for that. No. Maybe that was something they should have done. Um. But and then there was the thing with Chance the Rapper. I saw a little marketing for. Him. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah. Oh, the punk. And then Reno nine one one. What did they yeah. do? Any new stuff for it, or was it just the original was on there? It, no, it was the it was a new reboot of Reno nine one one. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, they yeah, brought back that. The show. original's funny. The original's funny, and I saw the new one. It's also funny as well. It's I. That's awesome. Yeah, it's unfortunate it was on there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um. But that's new a, boot goofing is still one of the funniest bits anywhere on TV from the first one. Man, there was an. Have you seen that? I don't think I have. Where he 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 parks his bike, he locks it to a uh, a light post, and then he goes in by buy some new boots. Comes out, he's all excited about it, and somebody has put his bike like the, the light post is through the center of the bike, and there's no clear way that it got there. It's so good. The I love that clip. Oh my gosh! And in, in the new one, there was—I mean, I've honestly—I haven't seen too much of Reno Nine One One, and I should. I really should because I like yeah. Thomas Lennon. I think he's hilarious. Um, yeah. And the new one was really funny. In the one of the first episodes, uh, there was this woman who's like screaming by a pool, and this uh, cop runs up who's like she called the cop or whatever. The cop's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" She's like, "There's a kid in the pool." And then uh, the cop goes, "Wait a minute, is the kid black?" And she goes, well, <laughs> oh, this, yes, I've seen yes. this. It was like, well, you yes. can't just call the police if there's a kid who happens to be black in the pool. That's really racist and really rude of you to do. And she's like, he, he's drowning. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. That's so funny, man. But yeah. anyway, but that's also another thing. There's some really good shows on there and you couldn't watch it on TV. Uh, yeah. the shows were meant to be made on the phone, but they're so good. People were like, yeah, I want to watch on my TV and there's no app or way to do so at launch. Uh, they said yeah. that there was always going to be, uh, they're intending on having a TV Quibi app, but it was expedited yeah. uh, because of the, uh, um, uh, pandemic. So they said like, we're still working on it, but you know, we're trying to get it as fast as we can. Um, but uh, Jeffrey Katzberg said coronavirus is the main reason for everything that went wrong with the app, which with the reasons I just said, that's not the main reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like definitely it, it interfered with the intended usage of the app, 
But blaming it entirely on that is super short-sighted and a great way to fail with weird content like content like that in the future. Right. Because it just wasn't like if I want 10 minute stuff, I'm going to go on YouTube. Right. Where it doesn't cost me any money unless I'm paying for it, in which case I don't get ads and I get other benefits. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. It's just it does it has there's no way in which that has a leg up besides like higher budget, like on all the YouTube stuff. But this stuff just didn't look good. Yeah. So it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if it had a higher budget. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like in other streaming services, they literally saw a boom during the pandemic. So it's they're saying That's... like it's mainly because of the pandemic. Why it didn't work like no, if you want to be a legit streaming service, all the other ones like Disney Plus and Netflix, they saw a huge mm -hmm. rise in subscriptions uh, during that time, yeah. but not with Quibi. Um, so Quibi isn't really in a good spot. In June, executives took voluntary pay cuts and they laid off about 10 percent of their staff. Um so that's fast. Yeah, that's early. Yeah. And there was a 90 day free trial at launch. And when that was expired and all done, only 8% of members converted to a paid subscription. Ooh, yeah, man. Isn't that crazy? And I Ouch. just imagine how many of those 8% were people who forgot to cancel and they're like, oh, wait, shoot, I got to do that. Ah, dang it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. They tried appealing to viewers by fixing the shortcomings throughout 2020. They, you know, they found out a way to make a screen, to take a screenshot um, and they made TV apps Whoa. for smart TVs. But it was I'm pretty sure the, the making a way to screenshot, you deliberately disable screenshots. So they needed to just undisable it. <laughs> well, it's different because I understand where they're coming from. Because Netflix does this too, where you can't take a screenshot because you, they don't want you to screen record. Yeah. So it disables that entirely. And they found like a different way where you'd like tap a button on the screen. And it would take oh, a picture of okay. it. So it was a kind of yeah, like a roundabout sense. way of doing it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's still it wasn't enough. In October of 2020, Quibi shut down. Wow. And on a Wednesday call, I, when Jeffrey Katzenberg notified employees that they would be laid off. He told them to listen to the song Get Back Up Again from the movie Trolls to help lift their spirits. Oh. Can you imagine listening to that song when you're being fired? Like, oh, hold on. Let's listen to that oh. song right now. Oh, no. Looking up at a sunny sky, so shiny and blue, and there's a butterfly. Well, isn't that a super fantastic sign? It's gonna be a fantastic day. Yeah, you're all getting fired. <laughs> Our massive app was a complete freaking failure. We lost billions of dollars. This is a movie made by my company. This is a song from the movie made by my company. Go listen to it. Up our Spotify numbers to feel better. Yeah, please. <laughs> I've still got DreamWorks. You don't. I'm still rich. <laughs> we took pay cuts. That doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> anyway, I shouldn't yell. I'm in an apartment. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that happened, which I think is hilarious. I think, <laughs> yeah, whoa, that's a, uh, if we ever end this podcast and I hope we don't, but if we ever end this podcast, 
we're gonna have a fade out on that song just like <laughs> true yeah i'll mark that down um all right on so that happened and then months passed quibi was taken off the app store uh quibi there's no quibi website wow and then in january of this year roku you know the streaming platform yeah I have it. they bought out quibi's library for under a hundred million dollars I was really hoping you were going to say under hundred dollars for well, for ten funny. bucks. Um, <laughs> no, but they they bought out bucks. all of their content, and now you can watch several of their shows on the Roku channel for free. Okay, yeah. So That's, if I'm, I'm going to watch the new Reno Nine One One, probably. Yeah, you can watch it for free. They, they're rebranded as Roku Originals, um, and they're kind Despite of by not being. That's interesting. Yeah, and I'm kind of bummed out about all that because. I mean, that's the end of the Quibi story, but I obviously the streaming platform sucked. It was just a bad idea. And I don't think they I think they knew that it wasn't a strong idea once that this is all done. But with the content of it, they were just giving out shows. They're giving out shows to people who I think they're kind of really forward thinking. There are a lot of comedians who got shows. There are a lot of people who I liked who were involved in different shows. Like they, this one of my favorite podcasters, he got a show, a game show based on a live show he did in LA. Like they're like, yeah, huh. let's, let's make this a game show. And he got that. And then cool. the same with, um, a couple of guys who did a show called game show, G a Y hyphen M E show, which is a hilarious oh, show. I, and it's, yeah, it's I on, I heard about that. It's on the Roku channel. I highly recommend watching it. It's very funny. Okay. Um, and yeah, they really kind of took risks with the content itself. They took massive risks with the streaming service on its own. But with the content, yeah. I feel like they it, that paid off. I think there were some really good shows on there. Okay. And it sucks that they were on a platform that was doomed to fail. Because I really yeah. liked some of the people involved. Um, it's also, it's yeah. interesting that they just like didn't really... I didn't see marketing for all but two or three of them. Right. Will Arnett had his own... Mm-hmm. like show where he talked about canadian pop culture in the 90s and he just roasted it and it's so funny and it's not on the roku channel i love will it's not it's not no Ah. and i hope it is soon because it's so funny it's called memory hole highly recommend if it gets on the roku channel that sounds great yeah yeah so here's the question how could you fix quibi uh i mean i'd say just make it ads or paid I think off the bat, that's such an important trade-off to, to make people be like, oh, it's free with ads. Okay, I'll give it a chance. I'll watch it like YouTube. Yeah. Then you're not losing anything. Right. It's just more YouTube, but higher budget. Then it's like, I think, honestly, that would have done so much for it. B, have it released with a TV option. It shows. People want to see it on the big screen. Big, big, bigger screen. Because it used to be the TV was called the small screen, but it's... Not really the small screen anymore. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> it's big. It's bigger now. than most screens. You had a phone the that small size on your wrist. Yeah. So that those seem like the biggest issues to me. The content, while it had its issues, wasn't the root of the problem. And no. the pandemic wasn't the root of the problem. No. People were making fun yeah. of Quibi before it, uh, the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're going, this is going to be stupid. So it and I think they even tried out having a free 
and paid version in like Australia and New Zealand. They tried that out and I have no idea why oh, kind of the it didn't get a testing area. Yeah. I don't know why they caught it didn't catch on in the US because mm. I honestly agree. I think that's how they would do it. They would have like ads here, like probably more ads, but I mean, it would be free. And if it's good enough content, people yeah. would watch it. Um, yeah, I feel like was it savable? Yeah, but not in the form that was in. Yeah, no, it needed a big, big revamp to work. So it's kind of a bummer note to end on. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Obama was the CEO of Quibi. <laughs> um, well, you know, Quibi still lives on on Roku. Yeah, the so content still lives it. on, which is yeah. Good. You could go watch Reno nine one one. I'm going to. I'm excited to. And you need to watch the new boot. We're going to watch the new boot goofing clip between uh, the before the next episode because you need to see that clip. It's so funny. Okay, uh, tune in next week for my review of that clip. (laughs) Yes, in depth review. Yeah, got Um, something to keep you on the hook. And speaking of keeping on the hook, uh, don't don't think you're off off the hook yet. Hey, yeah, tell us tell us where we can find you. Ah, um, well, I, I was trying to think if I've done like anything new that needs to be announced. I did uh so I on previous season on the previous season I said that hey get my game Little Brothers turn on the App Store. You can still do that on PC and Android and iOS. Uh you should get it as well as watch my animation work on youtube.com backslash Hank Farr, where my new film is now done and much closer to releasing. Not quite yet. I'm waiting for film festivals, but it'll be out there and it's really good, I think. It is really good. Thank you. Yes, he's in it. Bradley's in it. So that's all oh, you yeah, need to know. Yeah, I'm in it. Um, I have a little, a little cameo. Yeah, a little, you know, a little, little glamio. Little, yeah. Speaking of, uh, is that all you got? Uh, well, I was just going to say that, like, I, I, my, uh, my friend Ethan and I did a, uh, we did a game that we put on Kickstarter, and I think it made like like sixteen bucks, and I think that's over now. So you can't go fund it now. The the window for promoting that on the podcast is closed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we didn't yeah, spend any know. money on marketing it, so that's really why. But. Yeah, it kind of seems like a you problem. It uh, is. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, Bradley, hey, where can they find you? Oh, uh, they can find me uh, at Bradley with an E on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Cameo. I think Letterbox. That's the other one. Uh, you can follow me there. I make little goofy content here and then. You know, I it's not a regular schedule. I have a job now. I'm getting paid. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can also go to Brad.rocks and see everything I've ever done. You can also follow this podcast at No Good Ideas Pod on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram uh, for uh, fun bonus content and behind the scenes and whatnot, and just kind of like you know having a good time talking about the pod, whatever. Yes. Um, you can also review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and everywhere that you can review podcasts. Give it a five uh, stars. It makes us very happy if you do. It makes me so happy. I'm just filled with glee. Upon seeing not the TV show. A new, upon seeing a new five star review, I actually then have an unstoppable uh, grin for the next ten minutes. Yeah, I walk you around can't... the house grinning like, and people think I'm going insane, but it's because I'm so happy. People say turn that frown upside down. We try to turn that frown upside down, upside down. We can't. <laughs> it's impossible. Help. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you look like uh, the Joker from uh, yeah. from now on. People are like, oh, uh, Hank, did he get a what is it? Botox in your I face? Say, that- no, I got a five star review on Apple Podcasts for my podcast. No good ideas with Brad and Hank. And he's never looked so youthful. <laughs> I look like I'm like 12 Uh, and with that 
I think that we'll see you next episode. Yeah, bye. Bye Bye-bye.